We run 33 theatres, as I say, and so the emergency theatres, with the staff that we had, we could only run two. Uh, I think at night they tried to open the third one. I hope, I think it worked towards the early hours of the morning where they managed to do some of the trauma cases that were in casualty. Of concern was the ones who came for their cancer treatment and, and they, they come from far and you need pharmacists to mix their medication but you need the lab people because for you to give them the medication you need to first do their blood tests so the people from the lab were not allowed in the ones that had to get their radiation the radiation therapists they were not allowed in and also the, it was not possible to treat them so all of them had to be rescheduled to come on another day when it went to critical care we ran about 84 icu beds every icu if it had too many people, it was only two nurses to do all those patients. Remember, they are all on ventilators. So the interns and the doctors had to become nurses to do routine procedures that needed to ensure that the patients, and in fact, uh, they said, uh, unfortunately, one of those days, as they say, they had about six resuscitations that they had to do. But fortunately, even the matrons who were trained on that had to jump in and, and save those patients, and we are very happy that all of them uh, made it. In terms of the general wards, uh, some didn't have anybody, and um, some had maybe a, an enrolled nurse assistance. The importance of that is that the nurses have got categories. You cannot give a scheduled drug if it's not within your scope of work. So some of their medication was delayed because if there's no professional nurse to give that medication, it meant that you know the matrons had to keep the keys unless you end up with lots of problems. And pharmacy, remember, on a daily basis has to supply all the wards with medication. So that could not happen yesterday. So what happened is that each ward had to borrow each other whatever they had. The other difficulty was the food. We had about 850 patients who needed to be fed from morning. And so the only thing we could do, those who managed to come in, they just went in because the whole food service, every service were not, was not allowed to come in. So somebody managed to get the key and they just took bread and milk and they gave everybody. That's what they had in Vienna, whatever they could find. The linen room was also a big problem. And one of the things I was saying, if the linen person is not here. You can imagine if you have four sheets, you deliver the mothers, how much blood is there? What are you going to do with the fifth one? So they were, we couldn't get linen anyway. But what we did, we had to rationalize whatever, you know, in the wards where, you know, the linen is, you know, the patient can sleep another two days on the same sheet. So that we diverted to maternity, to ICUs, and to casualty. The sunburst, the blood services are on site. They had had to relocate to Melpat, which is a problem because now there was no transport. The drivers were not here. That was Gladys Bohoshi, the uh, CEO of the Charlotte Maklika Hospital in Johannesburg.